People say all the time that before Jesus comes back, we're going to have a great revival on this earth. And I pray that that's true, but there's not anything in the Bible about that. In fact, the exact opposite is in the Bible. The Bible says that before he comes back, there's got to be a great falling away. But there is going to be a great revival after he comes back in the tribulation because the gospel is going to be preached by 144,000 sealed evangelists and by two special keynote evangelists. And there will be thousands and thousands of people who will be saved, but they will be saved in an, in an environment where it won't be like going to church to hear the good things about the Christian life. If you're a Christian, you will pay for it every day yeah. and ultimately with your life. So you have the martyrs. Right. And then you have the 144,000 right. different players on the, right. on the stage, on right. the world stage. Right. The 144,000 evangelists profile them for us and well, how, how does this unfold there you know there's evangelism? A, when you get into prophecy if you if you've read it as widely as i have you know that there's somebody wants to argue about every point sure. and one of the things that i think is interesting i mentioned in one of our earlier sessions that the bible is a self-interpreting book mm-hmm. so what is the deal with the 144,000? And I can't get over the fact that there's a section in the book of Revelations about this long, and here's what it says. 12,000 from the tribe of Gad. 12,000 from the tribe of Reuben. I mean, it's monotonous. It goes all the way down. It mentions every single tribe, and it says, of the 144,000, 12,000 are from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. So what we got going here is 144,000 saved, spirit-filled Jewish evangelists, and I believe uh, I can't. I believe they're celibates. I think they're, they're. I don't think they're married. I think they're men who are just committed to to the gospel, and they go all over the world. And because of their of their fervor and their faith, the the, the enemy destroys them, and uh, they end up in heaven. And the Bible says that there's a special place in the in heaven where these 144,000 are gathered around the throne, and they're singing praise to the Lord. Are the Two witnesses, the two prophets are, are, they're good guys, not bad guys. Oh, yeah, they're good guys. And they're famous guys, not unknown guys. No. Famous if you know the Bible. First of all, these two witnesses are not necessarily preaching mercy and grace. They're preaching judgment. What they're saying is, hey, listen, if you don't like what you're seeing going on here today, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. And they're calling people to repentance. And, uh, and the Bible says they have special power. Nobody can take them out. You know, they try to kill them. And the Bible says out of their mouth, fire comes. It's almost like something you would see in a high a science movie or something. Mm-hmm. But God gives them this power to repel those who try to hurt them. And then ultimately that power is taken away and they're allowed to die. They're killed. And the Bible says they take their carcasses and put them out in the street and leave them there for three and a half days. And then the Bible says the entire world sees these two witnesses laying in the streets of Jerusalem. And on at the end of the three and a half days, they are resurrected to life and the entire world watches it, I think probably on, on television. Sure. And they see this event and nobody misses it. And and then uh, they, they go to heaven. And of course, the the impact these two men have is to, is to call people to repentance. And the issue that always comes up is, who are these guys? 
well, everybody has an idea, but uh, if you look at them through the lens of the whole Bible, it seems to me that they are Moses and Elijah. First of all, at one point in in their time on this earth, they called they called water into blood. Moses did that during the plagues. They called out fire from heaven. Elijah is the only prophet in the Old Testament who ever did that. Right. And now here he is again. Moses and Elijah appeared together with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. So there's a lot of similarities to this. And can you imagine the greatest lawgiver and the greatest prophet leading this this revival on planet Earth and uh, and actually giving up their lives and then coming back to life again? God never leaves us without a witness, even during the tribulation. He sends 144,000 people and two mega witnesses to this dark earth because of his love and his compassion for people. 